But enter Santa Claus. Let's talk about this guy because this is just interesting to know. Santa Claus, um, well, he's based on several characters. One of them is Saint Nicholas. He was an actual guy. Another is Father Christmas. Father Christmas is a mythical figure. And another is Santa Claus or Santa Claus, uh, which I know is just another language there we're kind of mixing. But Santa Claus, what we commonly call Santa Claus, is sort of a mixture of these two characters of this uh, Saint Nicholas and Father Christmas sort of blended together in a constantly changing character, Santa Claus, who changes all the time. But let's talk about the original legitimate character, Saint Nicholas. He was the Bishop of Myra in the 300s AD. I say probably because there's not a whole lot of actual historical evidence about him. There's a little bit, then there's a bunch of myths that are surrounding him. Many legends are about this guy, Saint Nicholas. I'll tell you one of them right now. Supposedly, Nicholas was born to a wealthy family in Petar, Alicia. His parents died, and he inherited a considerable sum of money, but he kept none of it. He gave it all away. In the most famous story about his life, he threw bags of gold through the windows of three girls about to be forced into the lives of prostitutes. At least, that's the most common version of the story. There are other versions of the story, including a really grim one, where the three girls are beheaded by an innkeeper and pickled in a tub of brine until Nicholas resurrects them. And so I share that with you so you realize the breadth of the stories from, from what seems plausible to what seems really implausible, where you're like, yeah, probably not the way it happened. Um, the shoes are in this particular picture because he's known to have dropped, at least in some of the stories, to put money in their shoes. They put their shoes by the window and he put money in them. And so uh, maybe there's some connection with hanging stockings. Um, I like hanging stockings because it's a perfect uh, receptacle for large amounts of candy. Um, <laughs> some chunks of coal, which wouldn't bother me really. Coal's useful. <laughs> we gave the whole world coal, we solved some power issues. So St. Nicholas, the Bishop of Myra in 300s, there's a lot of legends about him. In the Dutch, uh, St. Nicholas would have been abbreviated Sinterklaas. Or, so you have... Santa Claus, it starts to move over from language to language. This is uh, the more ancient pictures of St. Nicholas. You're like, wait a minute, that doesn't look like Santa Claus. <laughs> wait a minute, he's like skinny and he's balding. And he's got that weird like, like Middle Ages, I'm a holy guy look going on. You know, it's just kind of strange. So that's St. Nicholas. There's not a whole lot we know about the guy. Seemed like he was a good guy. And yes, there's a story about him supposedly being a defender of the faith. And he was at the council of, uh, um, uh, oh my gosh, how do I forget this count? Uh, Nicaea. And he was there, supposedly he traveled long distance to get there just to punch Arius right in the face, who was a, um, who was a heretic at the council. The other bishops, according to this story, they did not like the fact that he was so improper. So they were going to dismiss him from being a bishop until Jesus and Mary appeared next to him. And then they said, oh, okay, we'll keep you. So this, is, this seems to be obviously legendary. Um, um, so was, there's actually, in the, in the roles of bishops that showed up at Nicaea, there's no record of him in particular. He could have been there, but there's no reason to believe necessarily that he was. I'm sure he did lots of things. He probably wouldn't have been in this position unless he'd done some good stuff. But, but he was so popular, super popular, and there tended to be a lot of legends coming up around him. Now, modern-day Santa Claus is a little different. There's a lot of sources for modern-day Santa Claus. There's Dutch sources, American, Norse, German, and they're all sort of bleh, put together, almost like one person started telling a story and then someone else took it over and someone else, <laughs> it's, 
it's not one solid thing. Martin Luther, actually in his time, uh, while he is credited for starting Christmas trees, at least by some, he is not credited for helping Santa along. He really didn't like Santa Claus. He felt as though this St. Nicholas obsession was taking attention away from Jesus. And so he said he wanted to make Christmas all about Christkindle, which means the Christ child, which people forgot about and turned into, from Christ child, Chris Kringle, and gave it as another name for Santa Claus. Chris Kringle is literally a name that exists for Santa because people forgot about Jesus. It's just so ironic. But yeah, that's that's actually what it is. Uh, the modern day Santa Claus, well, in the early 1800s, he has gone through, through many different, uh, different, you know, split out in different cultures. Uh, the St. Nicholas story and different legends arising, creating different versions, mixing with other deity, weird characters and mythological things. But in the early 1800s, he was reinvented as an elf. And you guys know the poem, is was the night before Christmas and all through the house. Well, if you read the whole poem, which was quite long, he's identified as a jolly old elf, which is just interesting. Now, now maybe, just my personal thought, maybe this is what gave rise to him having elf workers. That as he morphed back into being a normal guy, yet they kept the elves, but they were his, his, his helpers, his workers, perhaps. But then... You went from this no longer like a, like, a, like a saint type character to just like a jolly red cheek, looks like he drinks too much, you know, and gives out candy and smokes a pipe. You know, he's just like jolly merrymaker and gives out toys and stuff. Um, to now Coca-Cola happened. Coca-Cola did a whole advertising campaign and they still do it all the time. They never stopped where they use Santa Claus to advertise. Now Coke's colors, of course, are red and white. And so Santa's colors are red and white. It's just interesting that they just started doing advertisement after advertisement with Santa Claus. It was very successful for them. Obviously, Coke is huge. They're, I think that they're even bigger than Snickers is what I heard, but I don't know why. <laughs> so let's take all this in. Is Santa really St. Nicholas? Because some people, as Christians, they defend Santa Claus. And I'm not saying there's no way to defend, but, but not this way. You can't defend Santa Claus by saying he's actually Saint Nick because is Saint Nicholas still alive and roaming the earth? No, of course not. Is Saint Nicholas traveling to my house every year and bringing gifts to my children? No, no, certainly not. The, the modern day Santa Claus that is represented by the guys dressed up in the malls and all this sort of thing is a mythical person who is a mixture of several people and, and non-people, <laughs> including Saint Nicholas. Now, you can fashion your own version of Santa for your children, as many parents do. But the modern, popular culture Santa Claus is very little to do with Saint Nick, the actual person. Um, now, I'm not here trying to uh, make a case for um, uh, hating on the idea of Santa Claus. I think that parents have some liberty to do things how they, how they choose. And they're accountable for that, of course, not me. So, But... But we shouldn't kid ourselves and become sort of sloppy in our thinking and act as though you could just say anything you want as long as you call him saint something. <laughs> no, it's Christianized. And so I, I know that, um, that this is a touchy subject because as I discuss things like this with people, they get upset because they don't hear me saying, let's be rational about the Santa Claus thing. They hear me saying, I hate your childhood. <laughs> like, you know, that's what they hear. That's what they feel is coming out of my mouth. And I'm just, I'm just saying like, 
Like if you came from another culture and you wandered into someone's home on Christmas and just saw Santa Claus everywhere and, and Christ was nowhere to be seen, you would be like, hmm, what are you, what are you celebrating? What are you celebrating? And that, that seems to be where secularism comes in, where we just are indifferent to Christ. You sort of exclude. Maybe there's a footnote. Oh, yeah. Don't forget it's about Jesus. All right. Mission accomplished. Let's go on with our secular holiday. 